and welcome back to Water Wellbeing, the wellness podcast from Health and Wellbeing magazine, sponsored by Sketches. I'm Holly, the editor of Health and Wellbeing, and each episode, you and I get to join someone as they go for a walk, eavesdropping on them as they talk about their own wellness journey. Each of our guests will answer the same questions, but the conversation, like their walk, might meander a bit as they go. After we leave them, I'll be joined by some of the magazine team to pick out things from that walk that we want to put into action right away in our lives. Think about your answers to each question as you listen to. And if you'd like to record your own walk to wellbeing, you absolutely can. We would love to hear about your rambles from across the country. So head over to healthwellbeing.com to download the question pack today. Right now, though, I'm excited to introduce the first episode of season two, where we're about to join TV personality and founder of fitness platform, Results Wellness Lifestyle, Lucy Mecklenburg, as she steps out of her front door in Essex in October 2021. Right, where are my cue cards? Yeah, let's do this. Do you want me to leave the door open? See you in a bit. So I've just got a lovely man decorating my dressing room. (laughs) So hello everyone, I am Lucy Mecklenburg and I'm just going to get to a slightly more quiet road. So my road they're digging up, I think waterworks something and then there's that building work going up the end of the road. So let me get somewhere a little bit more quiet. I feel really weird with the little cue cards with the questions on. I've actually got my phone in my pocket on. It's actually turned off because I thought, in case I feel silly at any point, I can just hold my phone up to my ear so people don't think that I'm crazy. I kind of look like I'm practicing for a giving a presentation with my little cue cards. Okay, it's a little bit more quiet. Let me get started. So what gets you out on a walk? Um, probably a couple of things. Practicality, like I like to walk to get my food shop, go to the greengrocers or go to the florist. Um, and at the end of this walk, I will be going to grab some eggs and bread because Ryan did the food shop yesterday. And as always, he forgot quite a few really important ingredients for stuff. Tried to make Roman blueberry pancakes for breakfast and with no eggs, that was pretty impossible. Um, So practicality, walk to the station, walk to get food, walk to go and get flowers, walk to go and get a card. Or I would say sometimes if I'm a little bit stressed, it's a great way of de-stressing. And I think sometimes being a mum, the days can seem quite long. quite repetitive you're up super early um I absolutely love my son but sometimes after he's chucked his food on the floor and he's thrown his toys around a few times I'm just like I need to get out of this house and get some fresh air so I put him in the buggy and we just get out and we do like a 30 minute walk and I think for both of us it's really great he loves nature as do I and a little forest walk or a little walk around the block um is amazing and actually 
I really grew to love walking more when we were in lockdown. Um, I'm sure a lot of you probably felt out of love with walking because I think it's all we did for a very long time. But as a new mum, I had Roman 10 days before um, lockdown in March 2020 and it's the only thing that I could safely do at the beginning and actually I wasn't really ready for exercise early on so it was a great way of me just getting out, getting those endorphins going and feeling good and I'm feeling like I've done something but I wasn't ready for burpees and all that jazz yet and I mean I'm still not to be honest with you. And another reason that I get out walking would probably be I love when I go to new places having a look around. So if I go for a weekend away somewhere and I've never been there before, I like to have a little explore and find cute little restaurants in back streets and um, depending on where we are or go on lovely country walks and really get to know the area because I think in a car you can only see an area in a certain way and I think you miss a lot and I think it's just that slowing down isn't it taking a breath and taking everything in god I'm out of breath doesn't make me sound very fit does it <laughs> right let's get on to the next question where is your dream walk you know what I've been lucky enough to do some absolutely incredible walks um so I'm just thinking, well, probably the most poignant for me, the toughest, I don't know if you call it a walk or a climb, but I climbed uh, Mount Kilimanjaro and it was awesome. Do you know what I loved about it the most is every day, like the scenery, everything was different. So at the beginning it was very like jungle-like and monkeys and it was just amazing. And then it would go, it looked like the moon and then at the top, I think you're at minus 20 degrees or something at the top and um, which was hard to camp in. Uh, it was like snowy and icy and just amazing. It didn't even feel like you were on earth. It was unbelievable. So I would say I've actually done some of the most amazing walks and me and Ryan actually love to walk together. It's something that we have an interest together in really. So we have done i'm just thinking where we've walked so we love the lakes so as well as living in i was going to say sunny essex but it's not very sunny right now we also live in cheshire as well we commute between the two which is fun um so he's very very close to um the lake district and we love walking in the lakes we've been a few times um, I mean, there has been times that we've gone that ends up more as a pub crawl than lovely mountain walks. Um, but we did Helvellyn. And this was a fun walk because <laughs> we may have had a few drinks the night before and like a lovely six course meal. Um, you know, when they say that we have to pair the alcohol with each course and you're like, oh, go on then. The next morning, Ryan said, oh, let's go for a walk. So I've got all the gear. And some idea, not completely clueless, but he said it was quite an easy one. So we had one bottle of water. We didn't actually have any snacks, which is a schoolboy error. Always take snacks on a long walk, climb, whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, let's just say it was really, really hard. Really hard. I'm not sure if it's the highest peak 
in the lakes but it was blooming tough but absolutely amazing at the top so yeah i've done loads of walks but i would say the one that i would want to do is i actually took part in a tv show called the chapter tour and it was cycling the part of the tour de france and because i was so blooming scared the whole way and obviously going so fast i didn't really take in my surroundings i didn't really take in the scenery and I think that I would like to do that by foot rather than by bike. I don't think I've actually been on a bike since um, since that show because it's really tough. I might try to be on foot. Um, a bit less scary. But yeah, I would love to go back to the Alps and do that again because I think that would be the most incredible walk. But any walk really I enjoy especially if it includes a beach. There is nothing better than a walk along the beach, and I haven't done that for a very long time. I have not been on holiday for a long time now. So I would love, 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 love to just have that feeling of like sand between my toes again. Oh. So what does switching off look like to you? Ooh, I think instantly we all think switching off, we straight away think our phone, don't we? So my phone is switched off in my pocket. Um, and I think it's so important massively important but also in the world that we live in and unfortunately like practicality wise our phones are on a lot of the time and we do need them for work and I need them if I'm not with Roman in case something happens so I would say actually for me switching off would be more just finding that time for myself so probably a walk um a walk and having a little chat with my friend or I think actually having a workout been at home doing one of my RWR workouts and just having that time for myself even cooking I know some people don't find it very therapeutic but I really do I really love cooking and I may not be amazing at it <laughs> I'm quite a, a basic cook I don't know I just don't like too many fancy fancy ingredients and something quick and simple to make but I really enjoy so I guess my dream sort of afternoon switch off would be do a little workout, something that I enjoy like Pilates or bar, um, followed by a little bit of cooking, a little chill with a cup of tea on the sofa, um, and not necessarily physically making me turn my phone off, but doing things that I enjoy so I don't necessarily want to look at my phone. Does that make sense? How selfish are you able to be in your life? Um, this is part of the same question. Uh, I think before Roman, I was quite good at it, to be honest. Everything I did was kind of for me or my family, but with Roman, every day revolves around him and making it the best for him and making sure that he's looked after. But I think the older they get, he's a year and a half now, the older they get, the easier it is to realise you need to actually slot that time in for yourself. It is so important as a mum because you get so wrapped up in keeping them happy you forget to keep yourself happy a lot of the time and have time for yourself that actually it can make you quite unhappy and an unhappy mum isn't good for anyone, isn't good for you and isn't good for your child. So I would say, yeah, I'm getting better at being a bit more selfish. <laughs> We're finding a little bit of me time and time to switch off and yeah, do things that I love. Who's really nailing their well-being in your life? 
Oh, that's really hard. Mm -mm -mm. I think maybe from the outside people think that could potentially around me, people think that would be me out of my, my friendship group and stuff, but I would say that it's a constant battle every day to get that right. I think for me looking around, I would say my personal trainer Cecilia is absolutely awesome at it. Um, she is in the early stage, I think it's perimenopausal it's called, and she's been so good at like openly talking about that and how that has changed um, her health and fitness journey and her mental health and things and she's been really open and honest about it and she just still looks like she's nailing it. She eats well but she's got the right balance, she loves her red wine and her pasta and all these yeah, so she's in Portugal a lot of the time and she lives off of um, those lovely custard tarts. And she's just got it so right. She looks great, she looks glowing. She's always positive and confident and happy. And I could definitely, I mean, I do learn a lot from her. I could say I definitely could learn a lot from her, but I definitely do learn a lot from her. Um, but yeah, so I would definitely say the person that is nailing their well-being that's in my life is my personal trainer and my RWL business partner, Cecilia. She's awesome. Follow her on Instagram. She will make you feel happy every morning. When you're feeling stressed, how do you combat triggers? So I do struggle with stress, anxiety, like a lot of people do. Um, and for me, it is just trying to slow down. I think we are all so used to living so fast paced all the time. We really are and we forget to just do what's important first. So for me, actually, I, I offload everything out of my head and write it in my notes on my phone or on a notepad. I quite like putting it physically on paper. Um, and I think, right, what do I actually need to worry about? It was actually a therapist that told me to do this years and years ago. And it changed my life, this one piece of advice, actually, because I was like, okay, this is, this is actually more manageable. And this one little trick has helped me so much. Sorry, there's loads of lorries doing food deliveries in my area so I thought I'd let them go um, so yeah so offloading all my thoughts all my to-do lists onto my notes and actually highlighting the ones that I actually need to worry about and ones that really really don't need to take over my life and cause me any stress and worry um, and that really really helps me and it helps to clear my mind and makes me feel a bit more in control I think is probably the right thing okay the next question when was the last time you challenged yourself to try something new or different um oh this is an interesting one I would actually say post baby so I had Roman in March 2020 and I thought I was going to have my doctor sign off I think it's six to eight weeks um, and I'd be straight back into the workouts I used to love and straight back into like that 
normal way of exercising that I was used to and the way of living and eating quite um eating quite well like prepping a lot of my meals and yeah but <laughs> that didn't happen and I took a longer break off I took six months off and every time I went to work out I just felt really scared I just felt really like I don't want to start from the beginning it's going to be really hard and I'm going to be so unfit I'm going to be more unfit than I ever have been and it was really daunting and then I thought about workouts I actually loved and the way of moving that I loved so I thought well walking right I can get this back into my life but what about Pilates I love that and so I started Pilates and I started bar and so for me it kind of wasn't completely new and different maybe bar was because I have never done much of bar before but it was a new way of introducing fitness and health into my life that I was used to like I never did fitness like that before um, and also with my meals I didn't have as much time to be prepping these lovely meals and and cooking these elaborate things because I just couldn't anymore you know I had so much work and to do and I think it was about just trying to be as healthy as I could on a, a very little amount of time to prep and things like that so it was like a, adapting so the newness to me was like adapting my old fitness and health lifestyle into this new new mum one and I have actually never done a burpee since my god that'll be years now so a good few years <laughs> And I am absolutely fine with it. <laughs> when is the last time you cried? Oh, this is a toughie. I mean, it isn't actually for me because it would probably be the last sad advert I watched or Netflix series or, oh, God knows, film. Um, I love a good cry. And, yeah, it was probably something like that. Or I am actually that mum. I am that person. I am that person that I never thought I would be and when Roman does something new I'm, I have so much pride and I shed a little tear so whether that be the first time he said a word or clapped his hands or did something cute and funny I probably had a little cry so I am definitely that mum <laughs> that yeah I didn't necessarily think I would be. <laughs> What's one recent little win? that you're happy with. Oh, let me think about this one. Um, I don't know if this is really boring, but I think that maybe it's just getting things organised for me. It's really hard now with work and being a mum trying to get organised. And I think for me it might be like, on Sunday I like batch cooked like three lots of meals, the fridge for the freezer, made some snacks for the family, homemade snacks and and I don't know, for me that's a little whim because sometimes I just don't have time and we have things out of the packet, you know, which is fine and it's all good and but I do love cooking and I love us to eat homemade so for me to write a shopping list, go shopping, spend a day batch cooking and know that my family are going to eat really well that week and stuff in the freezer so a few weeks is like a bit of a win for me and I would say sometimes all these little wins lead up to big wins don't they because you've got that sorted and then you move on to something else in your life um, 
And another thing, well, it's more of a big win actually for me, is oh, I obviously have a fitness and wellness platform, as I've mentioned, RWL, and I haven't been massively present on screen for a long time. I am behind the scenes. I'm very involved in the business. It is my baby. I'm so passionate about it. And it is eight years old now, and I can't believe it. We were the first online fitness and subscription um, platform, and it's grown so much. And I was really scared about being back on the screen and, you know, put myself out there. And the last thing I filmed was very hit-based. And I decided to get massively involved in the pre- and postnatal side and have created a new plan, which isn't actually linked to pre- and postnatal, but it's, like, completely different from what I'm used to. It's um, called Strength and Sculpt, and it's very, like, Pilates bar, stretching, very focused on relaxation, looking after your mental health as well as your physical health um, and to help things with things like back pain and building up your core strength and for me putting something like that out there a, a new plan, a completely different me me coming back after not have training consistently for years like I had before was really daunting, really scary but actually it was a huge success and it made me really happy. And I think the little wins and the big wins, they just change your quality of life, don't they? Massively and they spur you on to do the next thing. And yeah, I feel like I'm waffling now. You get the gist. What's the biggest life lesson you've learnt in the last year? Hmm. I feel like I need an epic answer to an epic question. So, I think for a lot of us coming out of a global pandemic and back into a normal world, we all have appreciated everything a lot more, whether or not we've kind of forgotten that by now as we all adapt. I think the human species adapts very easily, don't we? And we sort of forget about that. but. For me, I do appreciate so much more little things and it was really tough having Roman 10 days before a global pandemic and then being completely alone and isolated as a new mum and our freedom, our friends, our family was all taken away from us. I've learnt that they are so important and always make time for your family like I make sure I see my nan a lot more now she's only 10 minutes down the road and I think we're all so busy all the time aren't we um, but you need to make time for those people that are special in your life and uh, recently Roman was quite sick my son and I just sort of stopped I felt like everything stopped and time stopped and nothing actually mattered but then I thought now he's better, I think it does matter, does it really? When you've got your health and you've got your family and you have a little bit of money coming in that means you're comfortable and you can eat well and you can do nice things here and there, what else do you really need? Um, so I've definitely learned the, I think we all have on health, the health side over the last couple of years is health is so important and family is so important and all the other stuff is just noise really 
You don't need to live this fast, stress life if you don't want to. If it doesn't make you happy. So I think it's finding, finding your happy lifestyle and doing things that are important to you every week, every day. Um, and not getting lost in all the chaos of, I guess, work life. Because I'm thinking that we all do, don't we? And we worry about things that we don't need to worry about. Okay, complete the following sentences. Being healthy is... Being healthy is finding your perfect balance. No one can tell you what that balance is. Um, but you need to find it yourself. And that can be with how you move, when you move, how often you move, and how you eat and that balance for you. I love a Mediterranean diet. So for me, I love eating like loads of different varieties of food, loads of color. But you know what, on a Friday, if I fancy a burger, chips, and two glasses of wine, it's absolutely fine. And there's my balance, and that works for me. We're moving a few days a week, and enjoying, I mean, they're not naughty foods, are they? All food is fine, it's just finding the right balance to eat them to keep your body nourished and as healthy as possible. Um, so yeah, I think being healthy is finding your perfect balance for you. I'm most me when, right, I'm most me when. I'm just trying to think of when I'm most happy because that probably answers that question. I would say surrounded by my friends and family with great food. I love food, I'm such a foodie. Um, all my friends, my partner, my family, we are all foodies. So a big meal, loads of laughing, all my friends and family, that is when I am the most me. The best thing about my walk today has been, I think a lot of the things I've spoke about in this walk, I kind of know, but when you don't say it, I don't know, I think because I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, wow, like I'm shocked myself. And I've learned a lot about myself. That sounds weird. Um, I think the question I loved the most was probably what I've learned the most in the last year. And it brought back some not very nice memories. But also made me realise how much I appreciate my family, my health and my family's health. Um, and what it's, what's important and it's given me that little reminder and I feel really like peaceful and yeah I just feel really relaxed and excited for the day yeah so I think I'll leave it on that one I've actually really enjoyed this when I was first asked to do this I thought oh, I don't know how I feel about this I don't know how I feel about um just talking to myself, walking around the roads near me. Um, it might be a bit awkward, it might be really hard, but I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, so now I'm going to go and get those things that my partner missed, the eggs and the milk from the local shop. And I hope you all have 
a wonderful day. I've really enjoyed this and yeah, bye guys. Like Lucy, I can relate to having all the gear and some idea. But if you're in need of some kit inspiration, our sponsor has a fabulous range of footwear and apparel to suit all your walking needs. So before we discuss Lucy's answers, let's take a moment to hear from Sketches. Walk to Wellbeing is proudly sponsored by Sketches, the comfort technology company. Put a spring in your step with Sketches' range of comfort-boosting shoes, featuring the very latest walking technology. The new lightweight high flex arch fit range is designed to take great care of your feet, wherever your walk to wellbeing may take you. Over 20 years of data was used to create the amazing arch fit cushioning insole, which provides complete foot and arch support. And now you can add Sketches apparel to your walking wardrobe for ultimate all day comfort. Shop the range online at sketches.co.uk. That's S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S.co.uk where you'll find thousands of shoes, boots, trainers, jackets, tops, leggings, activewear, and more to bring you and your family's style and support with every step. There's so much in Lucy's interview that I'm excited to chat about. So for the first time this season, I'm bringing back Daniela and Rachel from the health and wellbeing team, plus our own development coach, Cami Alexander. Rachel, why don't you kick things off with one of your favourite parts of Lucy's episode? I could really resonate with a lot of what Lucy said today. Um, and I find found it really humbling that she was so honest about her own fears and insecurities, especially somebody who's successful and you might look up to and you see as a public figure. Um, and I'm actually having my own issue right now with losing the joy of working out kind of and trying to find the joy in running again and working out at home and things like that. So it was great to hear her say that she too sort of lost that after having her son. Um, and it was just a great reminder that it should be fun. I shouldn't be doing burpees, cursing whoever invented <laughs> the burpee. I mean, it's your own health and well-being journey. You have to have fun. So uh, thanks, Lucy. I'm going to go back and maybe give running a bit of a break and find something else that I enjoy doing. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever been through something like that again, but I found it quite um, reassuring to know that somebody else is going through that too. Yeah, definitely. I think that for some reason, if like we're like on a bit of a health kick or maybe we want to like increase our ex exercise a little bit more, a lot of us turn to running. And I think that, but actually a lot of the time we don't really enjoy it that much I mean there are some people who absolutely love it and like you Rach I think I wish I could be one of those people I think I just and we've talked about this before just have a real love-hate relationship with running like going to park run it it sounds like for me like a real big chore for example but when I get there and do it I absolutely love it so yeah definitely had the same sort of um, reaction to you there and it's like she said you your own journey your own reason for being healthy is your balance it's your journey so what's well, our journey we have to find what it is that we enjoy what makes us happy otherwise there's no point in doing it our our physical well-being we might run get to the point where we can run 10k happily but will you actually be happy doing it mentally yeah 
definitely all, all part of the journey and I think it's like making it sustainable as well like and I love how she said that she knew that she wanted to like increase her exercise and things like that but the fact that she wasn't quite ready for the high intensity stuff that she used to do but kind of like took a step back and thought thought okay well I enjoy walking walking is something that I can do so let me try and implement that back into my routine and then slowly she started to really build it back up again and that way you're going to enjoy it a lot more aren't you if you're actually really looking forward to getting outside for a walk like she said you know when I think when Roman like chucks his food on the floor she's just like get me out of the house and <laughs> so yeah being able to just multitask a little bit like go out for a walk get Roman out and things like that I think it's just it's just the best form of exercise. Yeah, and if that looks like stopping off at the pub and not always mountain walks, then that's your balance. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it's really nice just hearing from someone, you know, who is so into that, that fitness that actually it doesn't have to be the, the, the big things. Actually, it's not about what you can't do. It's about just saying, okay, what, what could I do? What would I like to do? And let's just start there. Let's get that routine back up and running. And it's such a powerful first step um, and makes it feel a lot less scary, a lot less daunting, and, and maybe, just maybe, actually possible. So um, I really appreciate her talking about that so openly and also the concern about going back to what she used to do and allowing herself to explore something new that would fit better uh, with being a mum rather than uh, perhaps what she was able to do very easily before. I found that too that um, recently I've struggled to get up in the morning and I'm thinking well I used to be such a morning person why can't I go back to that but it's quite important this concept to just let go of what you used to be what you think you should be is a journey right as people and in our well-being nothing is stagnant so why if I want to work out now why and it, this goes back to what Lucy said um, about writing down her sort of priorities and what is really worth stressing about in life and I think if we all sort of took that mindful exercise of writing these things down we might realize that we're approaching things differently or holding on to things that aren't serving us anymore and actually our journey is taking us in a different direction and once you figure out the sort of goals and priorities heading in that direction you might realize that that's a better path to go down so maybe I need to write down why why I'm doing burpees and what what the ultimate goal is and what, what I should actually be doing instead but also that you could be a morning person on one day and not on another day mm -hmm. you don't have to be just a morning person definitely yeah, it's very true and again why why this concept of a morning person right where I think that's a phrase that we hear and then think oh are you a morning person or are you an evening, a night owl, or are you a cup half full or a half empty? But we don't have to fit into any category, really. We can just find what works for us and do that. Yeah, and I, I loved her comment on, uh, you know, when she's feeling a bit overloaded and a bit overwhelmed, sort of just bringing it back to, like, get it out of your head onto a piece of paper so you can actually see it. You know, when it's all running around in your head, it can be really, really hard to see the wood for the trees it all feels so big and so much but actually just that simple process of get it out of your head 
write it down and then go with yeah, what really matters here, what really needs your attention is such an incredibly powerful thing to do and does then allow us to actually focus on what really matters. And I think that plays into that sense of being who we really are, not who we think we ought to be. Um, is what can be really nice in terms of supporting our well-being and our mental health is is being who we are, living the life that's right for us with that right balance. Yeah, it's like she said, everything else is just noise. Yeah, and how much noise there is in all of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I also resonated with um, her talking about her not living the chaotic life if we don't have to. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people have realised, haven't they, Rachel? Yeah, and you get so many people who, you know, you ask, how are you? which I think is actually an odd question in that people have now become used to f seeing somebody straight away and then saying, hey, how are you? And is it a genuine question? Most of the time, not really. But so many people reply with, oh, I'm just really busy. Things are so hectic right now. And it's sort of a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. And I remember getting into this at one point and one day I sort of stepped back and thought, I'm not actually that busy right now. Why have I answered that? Or why is that always my reply? I don't need to be busy. It's not some measure of achievement or how successful you are or anything. Um, and actually, now I sort of view success as sometimes not being busy, having absolutely nothing to do can be equally as successful mentally if that's what you need to switch off or find your own balance. Um, but it is, I think everybody is, people are genuinely quite busy right now, probably, but, uh, it's also as well, the more you say, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, the more you will actually feel it. Mm. So I think we need to sort of reframe how we're viewing that. And then if you are genuinely that stressed, just sort of thinking, do I need to live this stressful, chaotic life or can I take a step back for myself? Yeah, I think, um, productivity is celebrated isn't it it really is and I think like you said Rachel like actually the the sort of goal that you might want to be working towards a little bit is actually being at a place where you're quite peaceful and content with your day or how that's gone and yeah I can totally like relate to what Lucy was saying when she said you know you don't have to live this life if you don't want to and like personally I'm really not here for like celebrating the kind of like busyness and hectic kind of elements of people's lives sometimes you know that like you said like Rach like the knee-jerk reaction of being like oh my gosh I'm like work was crazy crazy busy today or I'm so stressed out um and then actually but for me I found that sometimes if I'm hearing that from lots of different people and then when someone comes to me and asks how I am and I say yeah I'm actually really well thanks it can sometimes make me feel a bit guilty I don't know has anyone else had that or is it just me no Daniela actually I have that as well yeah but then <laughs> why should you be guilty Daniela yeah but there's something there isn't there about that somehow if we have managed to get that balance right and and we are prioritizing ourselves and we're perhaps not living that manic stressful life that actually if we are perhaps speaking to someone who is that yeah I get that I've been there that way perhaps do feel a little bit guilty going no, actually, I'm I'm feeling really good. I'm I'm in a good place. But then don't forget, I kind of put effort into that. I invest mm. into that. But I think that yeah, I totally get the 
the guilt element of that. And I suppose that's the thing is, could we all possibly give ourselves permission not to feel guilty and to not apologize where perhaps we've looked after ourselves, we've prioritized our needs, not necessarily above anyone else's, but certainly at perhaps the same sort of level. I think, Danny, if you come to that with the positive approach, you can actually motivate and inspire other people. It's like Lucy said about her friend Cecilia, who is constantly positive. And we need people like that in our lives. But even if it's just a colleague or a friend or a family member, if they say, do you know what, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well, thanks. I did such and such today. Um, and that's just really put me in a good spot or something. I think you can actually then inspire other people. So if you're just constantly surrounded instead by everybody saying, oh, I'm so busy, oh, I'm so stressed, it just brings you down a bit. I that's mm. I don't know, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. If somebody comes to me, if I ask somebody how they are and they say that they're doing really well because of such and such, I'm like, okay, good for you. And mm. I think I'm gonna go do something too to make myself feel a bit better and less stressed so that I can then answer that question as well with actually I'm doing really well. Well I was inspired by Cecilia um because if Pastas donadas and red wine is um, her wellness um, regime for balance, then I am on board. <laughs> the thing that really struck me as well was we've had obviously some incredible guests on the podcast and the little win question um, is sometimes maybe not taken in its most literal sense. And I love how Lucy just like went straight in there and just was super honest and said, well, actually... My little win was getting my stuff together and batch cooking a load of meals for me and my family. She said how much she loves to cook fresh. And actually, I was so like, I was so here for this. I was like, I was just thinking batch cooking is one of the most smug feelings I feel you can ever get sometimes, <laughs> like especially at the start of the week. And I think just it makes such a difference having all the stuff that you're like, it makes such a difference knowing that you've got all these healthy meals. And again, it's just like one ele element of your life that's kind of, that's kind of together and everything else may be able to kind of like follow that same, same pattern. Would you say that was your biggest takeaway today, Danny? Yeah, I think so. I think that's something that a lot of us have kind of like realised recently that it is those little things that um, really make such a big difference to your wellbeing and stuff. What about you, Rach? Yeah, definitely. And I, I love how humble Lucy is and I feel like she just understands what stage she's at she's changed since she's had a child and she's coming to terms with the new journey that she's on and I really love that none of us are perfect we all have insecurities that we're going to have to work through we're all constantly changing and moving on our journey and that's a beautiful thing so it's about celebrating the little wins like her son having his um development and cute little smiles and learning how to clap and things we should be celebrating little things like that in life um, and the small challenges that we overcome because it might seem like a big challenge to you or a little challenge to somebody else but it's all about your own journey so I really loved Lucy's honesty in that and I'm gonna have some takeaways of myself to go and think about now what about you Cammy? I think I'm taking away the find your balance um, and uh, I really uh, loved her understanding, Lucy's understanding of the fact that everything is about balance and it's about finding that balance 
she's found it for herself, but she also recognizes that's likely to be an, an ongoing and constantly evolving journey as, of course, she moves from where she is now and her uh, son grows up and so on and so on. But that she's not sort of saying, all right, well, I find my balance, so that'll be the same for everybody else. It's very much that, that sort of humble appreciation of the fact that she's found hers and almost like an invitation to all the rest of us to find ours and make sure that not just that we're doing all the good stuff that we should be doing, but that we have the time for appreciation and the occasional moment of indulgence and custard tarts, whatever it takes to help give us that rounded experience of living, which ultimately, let's face it, that's what life is about, is enjoying living it. So I think for me, it's just a, a really nice reminder of how important balance the little things and appreciation of what really matters in our lives actually really are. Absolutely. And I think what I loved the most was Lucy being more open to surprising herself and allowing herself the opportunity to discover something new that she could be amazing at. So like she was saying about perhaps giving up the HIIT workouts and opting for Pilates or bar, but it's something new that she could be amazing at and she didn't just have to box herself into who she was before she had her son. So I think that for me uh, is what I'll take away from it is that there's always a chance to surprise yourself. And I think it's fair to say that we all enjoyed joining Lucy on her walk today. And I hope you did too. And thank you to Lucy for reminding us that reflecting to yourself out loud can make a huge difference to what we already know. I love chatting to you all today. So a huge thanks from me to you, Daniela, Rachel and Cami, and of course, to our extremely genuine guest, Lucy Mecklenburg. Most important of all though, thanks so much to you for listening. If this is the first time you've joined us, there's 10 more fantastic episodes for you to get stuck into. But if you've been with us from the beginning, thank you so much for coming with us and our fabulous guests on their walks to wellbeing. And so until next time, from me and the whole of the health and wellbeing team, stay well and see you soon. Before you unlace your trainers, we've got an exclusive health and wellbeing magazine subscription deal for you, our lovely Walk to Wellbeing listeners. Head to giftstoyou.com forward slash apod2, that's A-P-O-D and the number two, to get three issues for just $9.99, saving you over 25% and delivered straight through your front door too. The link is in the description of this episode to make redeeming this fantastic offer simple and easy. Remember to share your walk with us on social media using the hashtag walk to wellbeing and you can even download exactly the same list of questions you heard our guests chat through earlier in the episode. You could record your very own walk to wellbeing episode and we'd absolutely love to hear it. For all the details, head to this episode's description and we hope you enjoyed strolling with us today. <laughs>